one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news from Garth Brooks, new music from Luke Bryan and John Party, and an interview with Ryan Larkins. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of October 16th, This week's episode of the All Country News Podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments, the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Garth Brooks announced he'll be playing a pop-up show to open his new Nashville bar. So mark your calendars for November 24th because you are not going to want to miss out on this one. The only way to get into the concert is to win tickets by listening to Big 615 Station on TuneIn. And you're not going to want to miss out on this one. Obviously, it's Garth. So you want to be there, but it's the opening of his bar. So you know he's going to pull out all the stops and probably play so many special songs. And you never know who may show up. Congratulations are in order for Haley Wooders, whose single I'm in Love has absolutely dominated country radio with most ads coming in with 58 first week stations on board. And to me, this is no surprise, but it is way overdue. Haley Witters is incredibly talented. I was lucky enough to see her open twice for Maren Morris on the girl tour. And honestly, she is just such a powerhouse. She has such a unique take on songs, lyrically, and I just love the way she presents herself. I don't think there's anyone else like her in the genre right now. So if you haven't checked this song out or the rest of her catalog, make sure you check it out and make sure you request I'm in Love at your local radio stations. I've got some really exciting touring announcements for you all. First up, we have Adam Doliak, who just announced his 2024 Wrong Side of Sunrise headlining tour. He'll be taking Graham Barham, Graylin James, and Troy Cartwright out on the road with him as supporting acts. And that all kicks off 221 and goes through May 11th. So if you want to get tickets to this tour, I suggest you do it soon because there aren't that many dates and there are VIP tickets available. So map that out ASAP. That's not the only exciting touring news. We also have Scotty McCreary, who just announced his Cab in a Solo tour, which will be kicking off in 2024. And he'll be bringing some really incredible artists out on the road, including Ann Wilson, Graylin James, and Noah Hicks. Tickets are already on sale, so make sure you check that out ASAP before it sells out. Zach Bryan just added more dates to his sold-out tour, including a stop at Nashville's Nissan Stadium. Registration for the new dates has already begun, and pre-sale will begin on October 18th, 10 a.m. local time. Public sale being October 20th at 10 a.m. local time. You can register at ZachBryanPreSale.com. 
If you are a fan of his, do not wait. Sign up now because the first round of tickets sold out in an incredibly short amount of time. Another week of country music news means more news on Jelly Roll, who yet again is just all over the place with everyone. I am mentioning his name nonstop. He is just blowing up the country world. But recently, he took the stage with Leonard Skinner members and united for an emotional performance and a heartwarming surprise at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. They performed Leonard Skinner's hit, Simple Man, and the footage from this is beyond epic. Make sure you head over to allcountrynews.com now to check it out. That's not the only stage surprise we have for you, though. Recently, Toby Keith made a surprise appearance during Jason Aldean's concert in Oklahoma on October 13th, and they performed together Should Have Been a Cowboy. You can check out the footage from this up on allcountrynews.com. Speaking of shows, I have a pretty funny story for you. Luke Bryan recently stopped his concert due to an embarrassing wardrobe malfunction. His fly had been down. The footage from this is really, really great. And as usual, he's always so funny. I mean, if you've been to any of his shows or you've watched him on American Idol, he always can provide an amazing laugh. We have a video for that now up on our site from TikTok. Make sure you check it out for a good laugh for the week. Purina and Lainey Wilson recently joined forces to raise awareness for Domestic Violence Month. I think this is such an incredible cause and it's so amazing to see such an incredible artist getting involved. And they announced seven new Purple Leash Project grants to help domestic violence shelters make pet-friendly renovations, which I think is so special. This honestly just brought tears to my eyes. I am such an animal lover. And, you know, this isn't really something I had thought about that domestic violence shelters wouldn't have. And it's so nice that they're doing this. It's just a really incredible cause. Make sure you head to her socials now to check it out. Hardy made a welcomed return to the stage this past Thursday, October 12th, at the First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro, Arkansas. He had taken a break from tour due to anxiety issues, and he's back now out on the Mockingbird and the Crow tour. And it's really incredible to see him back out on the stage. I think a lot of us, you know, majority of people, I think, have suffered from anxiety at one point. And I spoke about this a little bit on a previous episode, but there's a big stigma in our society about how men shouldn't show emotion and shouldn't need to ask for help. And I think it's really incredible that not only did he take this time to himself so he could get things in order for him and get better, but he announced what was going on with him to the public. And he didn't have to, but I think it's amazing that he did because... I think a lot of fans who also struggle with these issues will feel not so afraid to speak out now. So kudos to him, and we are so happy to see him out on the road. He had a really special message for fans, so make sure you check it out on his socials now. Let's get to some new music this week. Riley Green released his new album, Ain't My Last Rodeo, and this one is all about the storytelling. You know I'm a sucker for title tracks, so I have to tell you to listen to My Last Rodeo. 
And this next one I am so obsessed with. It's called Different Round Here, and it features the incredible Luke Combs. Make sure you check out the whole album, but those two are definitely tops for me. Wade Bowen released his new single, Cowboy Kid, and it is nostalgia central. He's taking us back through his childhood days, and I just love his voice. I think it has such an interesting quality, and it's what a lot of people, I think, who don't listen to country music think that country music voices sound like and but I mean that in the best way like it's very traditional and I just think it's a really special song make sure you check it out Ryan Larkin released his new EP titled meet Ryan Larkins it's five tracks but my absolute favorite is she's the tough one and yet again we have another really traditional country vocal here it's really just incredible and I think he'll not only be reaching new audiences but for those older generations who are used to kind of those deep country male voices, they're gonna go crazy over this one. Luke Bryan and John Party have teamed up for Cowboys and Plowboys. It's all about small town country boys, which is their bread and butter. So if you are fans of these two, you're absolutely gonna adore this one. Super fun track. Make sure you add it to your weekend playlist. Nicole Galleon released her new EP titled Second Wife. And my absolute favorite tracks off this one have to be Texas Hold'em and Under the Rainbow. She has such an incredible voice. And for those of you who don't know, she is an incredible songwriter, not just for herself, but she's written with so many incredible artists, including Kelsey Ballerini. So if you haven't checked this one out yet, make sure you do. It's another must listen for the week. Kylie Morgan released her debut album titled Making It Up As I Go. I absolutely adore her. I was lucky enough to sit down with her and interview her a few years back, and she is the sweetest person. But also, to me, she has one of the most interesting voices, not just in country music, but in music in general. And I am a sucker for a different sounding kind of voice. I mean, if you can sing like Ariana Grande or someone like that, obviously, like that person, killer vocal and not to say that Kylie doesn't have amazing vocals either. She just has a different quality to her voice that I think really sets her apart from the rest of the pack. And this album is literally just top to bottom perfection. If my hands were tied and I had to give you a couple choices, I would tell you to check out Quarter Life Crisis, Old Me, and Country Girl. Dylan Marlowe and Avery Anna released their new duet, I Will, When You Do. And it's a duo that we never knew we needed, but now we can't live without. This one is all about heartbreak and is going to give you all the feels. It's definitely one of my favorite releases this week. Make sure you check it out. Ella Langley released her new track, Paint the Town Blue, and she just has such a fantastic soulful voice. It kind of reminds me of Jesse Murph. So if that is like your vibe, you're going to absolutely love her. This song is just super fun. It's definitely one of those anthem sing-along kind of ones that fans are going to go crazy over at the shows. George Burge and Ray Lynn released their new track, Whiskey Go Around. It's a song all about fighting feelings. If you're a fan of either of these two, you're going to love this one. This next release I am so excited about. I've been a fan of this artist for years and I've been finally waiting for him to get his dues, and it is finally coming around with his new EP, Compadres, and that is Charlie Horsham. He is considered to be one of Nashville's best-kept secrets, 
And if you look a little into him, you will know why. He has had his hand in a lot of incredible songs and performances that you probably didn't even realize. And now he is showcasing his talents to us. I refuse to pick one song to pinpoint for you. This is a must, must listen for the week. Make sure you check it out as soon as you're done listening to this. July Moon released their self-titled EP, and it takes us on a journey through heartbreak, resilience, and tradition. This is one is so special. I love a duo. I love a trio. I live for harmonies, and we have those aplenty on this one. And there are so many incredible songs on this. I really love Mama's Recipe and Whiskey Drinking Women. That's a really fun one. So make sure you give this a listen. It is another great one to add to the weekend playlist. Logan Michaels released his new track. It's called Breaking Point F.U. And it's a fiery response to heartbreak. And this one is giving all of the superior person in the breakup feels. So make sure you check this one out. Ashley Ryan released a super emotional new single. It's titled Just a House. And it will literally give you all the feels. This one made me super, super emotional. So you might even want to have a Kleenex nearby. Make sure you give it a listen. She is an incredible up-and-coming artist. Roman Alexander released a new single this week. It's titled Missouri On My Mind. And as you can guess, it is the ultimate anthem for Missouri, especially if you are a Tigers fan. This is another just really fun country track to listen to for the week. Check it out. You can listen to all the new music I just talked about out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Chris Stapleton performing Tennessee Whiskey at Austin City Limits. This performance, you are going to have it on repeat over and over again. I, just like all of you, huge Chris Stapleton fan, and hearing him sing live is just unreal. It is so rare to hear artists on their album who sound so similar on stage, but sound even better performing live. He just always slays, and this performance is absolutely iconic. Make sure you check that out over on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. Now I'm going to throw it over to Bobby Dixon, who sat down with Ryan Larkins. So I always love asking, especially, you mean songwriters at heart, who is on your playlist right now? Is there some George Strait? Because I know there is some on mine. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, George Strait, he kind of stays on there. Yep. Um, I've got some Chris Stapleton. I've got some Melanie Wilson. Got some Cody Johnson. Of course, you know, just like I love traditional country music. And and when like the new people coming up have that flavor, I just I always want to just have them on my playlist and support. And Tim McGraw's another one. I've always loved him. So he's just he's on there, too, you know. I love it. No, I'm the same. I'm definitely a sucker for some Chris Stapleton. Um, I think that's all I listen to. And I cannot wait for the new project because I'm like, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I think so, too. It really is. He's so good. I love it. But I learned something fun about you. You're kind of a rare bird. You grew up in Nashville. So what do you remember about growing up in Music City? 
You know, it's kind of a funny story. I was raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and you know, that is music city and it's country music. We're known for country music, but I was raised a Pentecostal pastor's son. So like as close as I was to country music, I was, I I mean, it might've been, might as well have been Mars, you know, because I knew nothing about country music. I was raised on Southern gospel. I was singing hymns in church growing up. And so I had some catching up to do when I when I was about 21 years old, I I really took a deep dive into like classic country music. And I I just learned it for myself. You know, I got a record player, started playing some of those old uh, classic uh, artists. I love like Farron Young. Uh, He's like. His voice is, was so unique and his songs were so cool. He had a distinct sound. Eddie Arnold is another one. I just, I love his voice. So I I really started catching up when I was about 21, 22. But up until then, I really had no idea who George Strait was, like Brooks and Dunn. I didn't even know who those guys were. So I just, I kind of, that's that's how I got started on it. I just, I just kind of started learning it on my own, you know. I love it. Yeah, you were definitely in a little bit of a musical bubble there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And and I'm thankful for how I was raised. I, I really am. But uh, but I'm so excited. To, I just love country music so much. You know? Yeah. I mean, not to get too Christian on you, but you kind of had a country music epiphany here. If you want to. <laughs> right. <talk about> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh, there's That's the next so song true. title. That's for the next project. But, you know, you said you kind of got into country music a little bit later when did the songwriting piece kind of start to have its hand in this as well? So it's funny from a very young age, I was writing songs. I loved, oh, wow. um, I loved like opening the hymn book and just seeing how it was like those songs were laid out. And I, I loved writing poetry. And so I, I've always been a writer at heart, but um, just here probably the last five years, six years, I've really been kind of writing professionally, which that's a different ball game. You know, when you're writing every day with these hit songwriters, it's like school. So I, I almost feel like up until that point, I was not, I was not a songwriter, but, um, but I had that songwriter's heart, I think. And I always have, have, I've just had a, a love for poetry and, and rhyming and just the way songs flow and everything. So But I'd say, you know, it's not been I've not been writing professionally too long. And then once you're in a room with some of those incredible songwriters, you realize how how talented those people are, but also how long they've worked at it to get that good. And so it's just been it's been fun. It's been so fun. I love it. But let's talk about working at it. Normally, a lot of I mean, a lot of people that I've talked to, a majority of the people that I talked to were like, yep, I picked up my bags and moved to Nashville. But you were already there. So talk to me about how you kind of navigated um, the writer scene. And, you know, I know people talk about the community and finding your tribe in Nashville is so, so crucial. So how did you navigate that kind of as a local? Well, it's funny, you know, I, I was probably 22 or 23 years old and I thought I'm, I've got some songs that I, th- I think they're good. I'm going to go play these songs for an audience. I'm going to get in these writers rounds. It's going to be great. So I started doing that and I realized like I'm not very, these songs are not good enough 
to be playing in front of people. So I, I just really tried to write better songs and the people around me challenged me just with the songs that they were performing at these random places, like even the Bluebird. I remember playing there one night and I thought, you know, it was everybody had like three songs a piece and I was like third or fourth and I was really excited. I thought, oh, I've got these great songs. And then I heard the first three uh, songwriters and I was like, ah, I don't feel so good about my songs now. So, uh, but, you know, through that whole process, you know, I've been married for, this would be 15 years in October. And my wife, she has just supported me the whole way. She's just, she's even had me quit my job. I, one time I was working this job I didn't like. She was like, you got to quit your job. You're not doing what you were put on this earth to do. And uh, I signed my first publishing deal just a few months after that. And it it's just, I owe so much to her. She's, she's been there through the whole, the whole process. And uh, I'm just, I, I can't believe I get to do this every day. It's, oh, it's now, I also learned in doing some digging that you had a Grammy nominated song, but to like even make that more just bizarre, you have two absolute icons on there, including Miss Dolly Parton. What, tell me, just kind of walk me through the life of that song and how it ended up, you know what I mean, for Grammy contention. Like that, when I read that, my mouth dropped. I'm like, this is unreal. You know, it, I remember I was going to write with Mr. Bill Anderson, one of, he's just Unreal. a living legend. I can't believe I even said that just now. I mean, he's the man, you know? So I go into write with him and it was Bobby Tomberlin there. And uh, I had this idea, you know, I've been thinking about questions that we have for God when we get to heaven. And so we start working on that song and Bill, he just started crying about halfway through the, the co-write. And he was like, man, this is hitting a little bit too close to home. He had just lost a dear friend of his and I just, we started talking about it and I said, you know, I believe someday it'll all make sense. And he looked up and he said, that is the song that I want to write today. So we wrote that song the very next week, Bill Anderson, he sang that song on the Opry, which is just, that is so cool. I was like, this is amazing. I was in my car. I listened to it. I was just blown away. And then he said, Ryan, I'm going to, I'm going to record this song. So I was like, that's even better, you know, he, and so um, one day I'd had kind of this rough writing session, you know, you go through ups and downs where you, and I was just kind of having one of those not so great days in my publisher. He called me in his office after that writing session. He's like, Ryan, I have, I have something I want to play for you. And so he started playing that recording. We got halfway through the first verse and Dolly Parton, came in and I was like, what? She's, you know, she's one of my all-time favorite singers, songwriters, just just the greatest, you know? And so that song, they had the original version and they also had a bluegrass version, which that's kind of my favorite. You know, it's just, it's so, it's so good. And, uh, and then we found out that their performance of that song was nominated for a Grammy. And I, I still can't quite wrap my mind around that it, it would have been enough you know just for for those two icons to sing that song but for their performance of that song to be nominated for a grammy it's it blows me away still today oh my gosh i think that's one of my favorite stories ever i feel like 
You know what I mean? I talk about God moments in my own life all the time, but what a God moment. I mean, that's so like, you know, you're coming out of this bad, right? And you're in the, feel like you're in the principal's office. You're like, gosh, darn it. Like, what did I it's do wrong? No, it's so true. And I've had, honestly, I've had so many of those moments in my career that it's, and it's, I don't have a long, I've not had a long career yet, which I feel like I will, but just to be, just to have that many God moments, you know, it's almost like God winks, you know, it's just, it's amazing. I I still can't believe, can't believe it. I love it. So you are also a proud dad. Talk to me about, oh, proud Papa. Oh, do we have a pick? Oh, okay. I thought you were grabbing something. You're good. But talk to me about, you know I mean? Balancing songwriting. I know it's obviously probably stressful and demanding and balancing being a dad, which is also stressful and demanding. So how do you, how do you balance it all? Well, I balance it the way I try to balance it. I kind of turn off that songwriter brain on my way home. I live about 30 minutes outside of Nashville. So when I'm on my way home, I try to put on my dad hat and I'm, when I'm home, I'm not worrying about business stuff. I I try to be dad and try to be the best dad that I can be. And I know time flies so fast. And even just with my kids, I'm seeing that every day. It's like, how are they growing this quick? And so it makes me just want to appreciate the moments that I have with my family even more. And uh, so, but uh, it's funny. Um, My kids, they are music critics so they are great Uh, you know i can bounce some song ideas off of them i can play new songs for them and they they will give me their honest opinions and it's it's kind of great i i love that but uh and things you know things are kind of starting to happen and they are just so they're so excited they talk about it at school and everything and their friends kind of talk about it and it really they'll come home with these stories and and it just it kind of melts your heart you think oh that's they're proud they're proud of me and that's just a you, you can't put a price on that you know it's it's really a special it's a special thing i love it i've always thought kids should be a and r they're just super super <laughs> they really should be they really they really should be <laughs> but speaking more of your family you are one of the brains behind Personally, one of my favorite songs of the year, The Painter. And I love that you also did a tribute to your wife. So talk to me about that song. I also got to be at one of the first shows he played that at. And so it's such an unreal experience. And watching everybody in the audience react to the song was also quite an overwhelming experience. So talk to me about the writer's room that day. I will for sure. And and thank you so much for saying that. I'm so glad you love that song. Um, Here's our to go see Kojo here. He signed right here. (laughs) That is incredible. Yeah, that's that is. He seems like the coolest. He just seems like the coolest guy. I hope one day I hope to hope to meet him. You haven't met him yet. Oh, my gosh. To make this happen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It is my personal mission to make this happen. Okay. About the writer's room, because it's such. You know, I mean, I'm such a just a fan of clever songs. I feel like a lot of times, I mean, there's only so many topics you can talk about, but I think it's just such a clever song. So tell me all about it. Thank you so much. Well, so I always start my day, or at least I try to, 
with a little walk around my neighborhood. And, and so that is where I get most all of my ideas. And so I remember that morning I had gone out for a walk and I had just signed my very first publishing deal. And I was just in this, in this mindset of being thankful. And I was just thinking about my life, how I was working at a swimming pool company and just a few months before I got this publishing deal and my wife just without her saying, Hey, you need to quit your job and let's focus on music. Let's take a step of faith. Without that, I wouldn't be where I am. And I was just thinking about all of that. And so I walked in, I was at this music on music row and I walked in, there was Benji Davis, who's just an incredible songwriter. I mean, he's just brilliant. And then Kat Higgins, who is also an incredible songwriter. Both of those, they're both great artists as well. And so I was just kind of talking about my wife. I was saying, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without her. My life is a masterpiece because of her. She is a painter. And I, I was just saying all those things. And I just had that idea. You know, I even had the words like canvas, uh, brush strokes, black and white, you know, all those different things. And I said, I think, I think this could be a really, a really great idea. And they just jumped on it. And I remember Benji, he kind of sat there the whole day playing his guitar, which he's, he's so musical and that melody and everything. And Kat Higgins too. She, she has such great instincts with the melody and, and lyrics, all of it. But I remember him sitting there just plucking on that guitar and he said, she talks about the future like she's flipping through a magazine. And I just about fell out of my chair. I was like, that is it. That is amazing. And uh, it was just, it was a really great day. It did. It took us a little while to write that song, but I remember leaving that day thinking this is something so special. It just for me, for, for me and for my relationship with my wife, just something to share with her. It, it was something just so special to me. And so I'm just, I'm so thankful that he, uh, Cody Johnson believes in it that much to make it a single. I mean, it's one thing for somebody to record a song, you know, sometimes people will record a song and it'll never see the light of day. And, but for him to say, I love the song enough to make it a single at radio. It's just, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's just meant to be, you know, it feels like it is. So I love it. Well, I'm right. super excited. We already have some tracks from you off your project, yes. which I love that. It's just called meet Ryan Larkins. Like, I think that's just <laughs> the best thing ever. Like why try to like scuzzy it up at all, but how does songwriting for your own project differ than maybe just meeting with somebody to co-write and hope that it lands in the hands of somebody? It's a funny thing. I, the songs I've had the most success with so far are songs that I look at. I, I was writing those songs for me the whole time. So I, in in a way, it hasn't changed at all. I, I, I even the song for Tim McGraw. He's got that first track on his his new album. That was a song. I I just feel like I could have been the artist for that song too. And uh, it's just one of those things. I I try to. And now more than ever, I try to go into the writer's room and just just say, what 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 do I want to tell, tell the world today? What do I want to share about my life? What idea is going to encourage somebody? You know, and, and I've and my family here lately, we've kind of been through a little bit of loss. And 
I'm, it makes me sad, but it also, it makes me appreciate like the good times and it makes me think, okay, what do I want to hear? I, I need some encouragement. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to, to lift me up. And what's that song? And so I'm trying to do that now more than ever. And so that's just how I've kind of been looking at it, looking at it here lately. I love it. So how did you land on these five songs? I'm sure you write all day, every day, and I can almost feel like it's picking your favorite children. So how did you, how did you land on these five? That is exactly what it's like. It's like picking <laughs> your favorite child. And, and I'm guilty. Like every day when I walk out of the writer's room, that's my favorite song I've ever written, you know, but, uh, but these these songs have kind of they've stood the test of time. Yeah. And uh, Dream Baby, I remember when we wrote that song, it just it's my story. It's exciting. It's up tempo, the melody. It, it just it's a it's it's exactly what I want to say. That's it's one of those songs. And then I just go down the list, you know, King of Country Music. I've had that song. This will be five years. I've had, I've, I wrote that song five years ago and it's still, when I play that song live, it's probably my favorite. It's probably my favorite song I've ever written. And just everything that it says, the message, it's, it's probably my favorite. And then like, she's the tough one. That's a song about my wife. It is just, it, it's everything I want to say about her and uh you know paid for it it's one of those story songs which i I love being that kind of storyteller and just really painting those pictures i love i love that song and man that holds the beer that one favorite one yep that one's my favorite okay okay which that one you know it's just about just this man who's had a long hard week comes home sitting on the back porch five o'clock on friday and he's just cracked open a cold one and is counting his blessings and is just thankful for everything he has. And that those songs together, they just, it it just sums me up. That's me as an artist. And I'm so thankful to be able to present those songs to the world. And I, I can't say thank you enough to red street records. I mean, they believe in me over there. It is the best team. I'm just, it isn't, I know I say it all the time, but it it is an honor just to be a part of that family. And Jada Marcus, he he produced these songs. I mean, what a legend, right? He's the man. And so it's just, I am living the dream. And I'm just so, I'm so thankful. I, I, I can't say it enough. I really am. I want to take another moment to share even more about Good Sentiments. This candle line is really special. Partnering with your favorite musicians and their favorite charities makes every Good Sentiments candle the perfect gift for any country music lover and any occasion. Some of my favorite candles are Slot Machine by Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Come On In by Track 45, and Yours Tonight by Walker County. There are so many more to choose from, and $5 from every candle sold goes to a worthy charity. Get yours today at shopgoodsentiments.com. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. 
My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.